What happens when you combine the powers of a money coach and a financial advisor to provide mentorship to individuals, taking them through a proven step-by-step process to help them save more money than ever before? Tim, you get the 30-day savings challenge with yourself, Tim Henry, and me, Karen Ely. And as a listeners, you're invited to tag along with our money mentees for the next 30 days. Are you interested in saving more? Well, welcome back to the fifth instalment of the 30-day savings challenge. I'm here with Karen Ely. How are you, Karen? I'm great, Tim. Very excited for this episode. I know. This is our final chat. It is. We've come so far. I know. Um, I think what we're both excited about today is um, that we're going to be chatting to our money mentees. We chatted to them at the start and, and Karen and I have been chatting to them each week, just checking in with a half an hour check-in, but they're coming on to the show for a chat. It's going to be good to, to, to hear how they've gone, don't you think, Karen? Oh, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to this. Having worked with them over the last four weeks uh, when we do have our mentoring catch-up sessions, I've been really excited to see their progress. And I think it's important to acknowledge people that have been listening along to the previous four episodes. I just want to acknowledge them and congratulate them because not everybody is able to get through um, to the fourth part and and go through all the exercises. And the statistics that show that, you know, 20%, the the 20% of the population that do actually set goals, roughly 70% of them don't actually achieve them. They fail or Mm. they, they give up. And, um, as you and I both know, we had five money mentees sign up for the 30-day challenge and um, two of them made it to the end. And there's no judgment there. Things come yeah. up, priorities change. Uh, so, But I really want to acknowledge, especially the listeners that have followed along on their own and haven't had us and those weekly mentoring sessions, yeah, I just yeah. want to congratulate them on getting here. Yeah, I, th- I totally agree because I think um, with any Thing that is a challenge that was the word in there challenge um sometimes the challenge is you know you, you've got to be right right up for that challenge and and I, I was wrapped that both shannon and sophie made it to the end and i think we've actually seen probably after they hung in those first couple of weeks that they've grown in confidence in this area each week and that's been really noticeable you're going to chat karen briefly about um, some stage, stages of change. Yeah, that's right. So I thought while we're still talking about proceeding through getting to the end or giving up, I think it's important for listeners to know that there is um, a, a stages to change model by um, two psychologists, Prashaka and Di Clemente, and there's actually six stages of change. So those um, start off with a pre-contemplation. It's kind of like ignorance is bliss, you know, I don't even think about my money. And then we move into a contemplation stage where we're kind of like, mm, um, I know there's something I should be doing. I, I might look at it at some stage, but I'm not going to make any changes straight away. And then people moved into the third stage, which is preparation. So they're starting to think about, well, what are some of the small steps that I could take? And it might be the first one about listening to one of the podcast episodes. And then they move from preparation stage into action phase. And this is where you actually go through and and do all of the exercises that we have. 
And then the fifth stage is maintenance. And that's where we kind of come to the end when we're monitoring and reviewing what we've done over the last, you know, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And then the last stage of change is that relapse. So we kind of have a fall from grace and we might, you know, the wheels might fall off and we just need to dust ourselves off and, and get back and, and go back through the process again. But I think it's important. Is that where we get a bit cocky and we think we've got it nailed and then we realise, right. oh, actually, I've slipped. Yeah, that's right. Well, something out of left field will come and kind of, um, yeah. yeah, knock the wind out of us a little bit, but that's okay. We just go back um, back into the action phase. So, I guess yeah, that's the, I, what a reset is, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, um, so some people will come to this process and they might be in pre-contemplation or contemplation stage as opposed to I'm prepared, I'm ready to take yeah, action. So act. wherever you are, yeah, that's right. It's got to be right for you, the timing. Um, well, I, just either way, I think we, we know that the, the feedback we've got, and, and particularly Karen, I know you've got a lot of feedback over the five weeks. It has been. Um, even if people are in that pre-contemplation stage, it, it, it's creating a little bit of a thought process for them about what they might want to do next. So why don't we uh, jump in now and... If you're happy, Karen, we'll listen to our chat with Sophie and Shannon. Yeah, let's get the ladies talking. How do you think this process going through the Savings Challenge has benefited you over the last 30 days of doing it? (laughs) Well, I have to say, um, I have never thought about money as much as I have in my lifetime, I think. Um, I noticed in the last 30 days, um, I think about money almost every day. Um, And I started to notice as well in the last two weeks, I've been uh, almost squirreling uh, loose changes um, and any sort of money that I can save into um, the account. So I... Oh, that's good. I started and I opened up a bank account as well and they give you a tracker which was helpful. So I could see that money's been going in and it tells you how much you save. So that's the one big change. That's there. wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so Sophie, you said you've thought about money more in the last 30 days than you have perhaps over your entire life. I'm wondering, <laughs> is that a positive thing or a negative thing? I guess the other times when I was thinking about it, it's, it's, it's more the distress about not having enough to cover a bill or there's an upcoming bill. But this time was more um, positive. Like it feels... I want to do something about it. So having a snapshot now, it feels it opens more things, more doors. Absolutely. You're now looking at the opportunities and possibilities and coming more from an abundant mindset than more of that lack of and will I have enough to pay my bills. Yeah, oh, that's rather, than the, rather than the scarcity, I think. Yeah. And Shannon, if I ask you the same question, what, what's, what have you got out of the last 30 days of working on the process that you've gone through? Uh, I'm definitely more conscious of my spending now. Um, a lot of the exercises helped me to see that I was wasting a lot of money on what we would call convenience tax, things like <laughs> Uber Eats and, and to make life um, more simple. So I've definitely been able to see where I'm wasting that money and how much I could be saving for things like holidays. Uh, It's helped me with ideas on setting up separate accounts um, and and just how to manage my money better. 
Fantastic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just I think just having that conscious awareness, because quite often we just go on our own autopilots and patterns and behaviours that we've already always done. Um, and this process actually allows you to question, like, well, what am I doing with my money? Where is it going? So that's wonderful. I often wonder as well, like sometimes we're a bit not wanting to have a look in there because we know it might not look so good. So actually being able to look in there without fear is a good thing. And I think being able to look in there and knowing that other people are doing it as well, like you're not on your own, it's not so daunting. Or So there's some of the positives. Um, did you have any challenges or obstacles or things that come up for you during the 30 days that you found a little bit hard? Uh, I think with me it was finding the time to be able to sit down and actually do it. And I think, Karen, you mentioned allocating time in your calendar for these types of things, which definitely helps me. I'm quite structured with my day-to-day with my calendar entries. So allowing that time to sit down and do it um, ultimately in the long run is going to be more beneficial and, and help you achieve better savings really. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. And sometimes, you know, I think looking after your money is the highest form of self-care that we can give ourselves. And sometimes we put ourselves last rather than putting ourselves first and Mm. we'll let other people's priorities or other things come in the way and we kind of put our finances and ourselves on the back burner. So, yeah, having that structured time is really helpful. I guess for me with that, before arriving to that setting that time, uh, in a week to look at it, it was just overcoming that gamut of feelings. It started with uh, that fear, the anxiety, to feeling ashamed and then feeling quite horrified, <laughs> looking at the data. <laughs> um, and it kind of settles, I think, over that week. So, yeah, it was all coming the feelings for myself. <laughs> yeah, well done. Yeah, I think it's important to acknowledge those fears. I think we we spoke about those on one of the episodes. We all have fears around finances, but sometimes our imagination can get a little bit overactive and we just need to kind of take a deep breath, uh, calm down and actually just question, well, what is it specifically that we're afraid of and what are the other opportunities? What could actually happen instead in a positive way of, of going in and having a look at our money? One of the uh, questions I had uh, was, you know, we broke, Karen and I deliberately broke the process into those chunks each week. Were there some that felt easier for you and some that felt harder? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest task for me was the spreadsheet and getting all that data entry. (laughs) Um, And my bank in particular doesn't allocate to the different categories like some banks do. So I had to manually go through each one. Um, but I guess once you have that data, it's just a matter of updating it really. So yeah. it's just, again, getting that time to do it um, and sit down and do it. But I think breaking it up into several parts is good as well. So you're not getting that huge overload of information. Um, yeah. And it's great to work sort of one-on-one as well to, to get the best out of it. Well, you get an extra gold star for going through line by line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sophie? It, it's it's the same um, with Shannon as well. I think like most things, um, things kind of get slightly easier, I think, in quotation, I have to say. Um, the first two weeks was just gathering that data and looking at it and analysing it. Um, where's the ins and outs? And I think where I am, I'm at that stage of trying to understanding the ins 
and how I could kind of grow that before I could think more about how to grow it. So that's where I'm sitting at too as well. Yeah, great. It, um, it is about, it's about as much looking at what's coming in and what's going out. So there's only two ways that we can generate more wealth, is it? It's either we spend less or we find ways to earn more. So you know, it's about which, which side of the, the, that that you actually want to focus on. Look, overall, like how do you think the process, if you look at the whole process over the 30 days, uh, just at a high level, how has it benefited you? Oh, one word for me is uh, it's positive. Go, Sophie. Uh, it, it got me to a place where I was not 30 days ago. Um, so it's, it's interesting. I think just that process of that 30 days, um, not quite sure if it's a if it's a group phenomenon in that sense, uh, that's a, we set a goal and then we look at it and then we'll check in almost weekly. Um, yeah, if I, if I didn't start this 30 days ago, I wouldn't be where I am today, I think. Yeah, great. Well, I mean, I think the thing is um, you've probably felt that growth gradually, mm. but now maybe looking back on it, um, how does it... Does you, do you feel like you, you can really launch mm. into something now? Yeah. So it, the tools it's there? not as anxious uh, because it's sort of after you've looked at the data and it's been automated a few things, um, it's just keeping to that weekly check-ins uh, to do that an hour or half an hour. Um, yeah. Which Karen has mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. Yes. And what about you, Shannon? How's the last 30 days um, impacted you, what you'll take forward from here? Yeah, um, I've definitely got a lot out of it. I think, again, it's highlighted where I'm wasting a lot of money um, and then that then highlights, well, you could be saving this extra money. So by setting everything up, so with the separate accounts, um, doing the spreadsheet to find out where this money can come from and where you can stop spending and wasting the money, uh, has yeah. set, set the foundations now. So going forward um, to prepare myself to continue on with it and definitely achieve those savings, um, things like holidays, emergency funds and house savings as well. So I've definitely got a lot out of it. Um, and even bigger, my health is getting better now as well because I'm not getting Uber Eats because I found that that was, again, a convenience. Um, so I'm eating healthier and just feeling better. Oh, that's, that's great. Um, one of the questions I was going to have back to you after you said that was um, we, in the initial week we did some work around the values and some of those big visions that you might have for yourself? Like, did you feel like you got more in touch with those? And then flow on from that, do you sort of feel like you can have a crack at those those bigger things now? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's highlighted where you have this potential to get, have this extra money in savings. So now it's just a matter of, I guess, uh, disciplining yourself to continue on with those savings goals and ultimately yeah. I find personally if I have a target of something whether it's a holiday or a new car or something like that that it pushes me to achieve that goal as well 
you're right. It gives us that motivation, it doesn't, doesn't it, too? Mm. Uh, and that's why Tim and I started off the series with having the first exercise and episode be about your goals, what's important to you, your values and your vision. Because I think without actually going through that process first, it makes it really hard to do what you do, Shannon, and sat down for a couple of hours with that spreadsheet and all of your banking data to actually do that Um but knowing that the reason why you were doing it was based on your holes and uh, based on your goals, not holes, um, based on your goals, your holidays, um, that emergency account, having that motivation was really important to get you to do those other exercises going on from there. Mm. What about you, Sophie? You feel like you can, um, well, you got in touch with those, those bigger goals? Uh-huh. Not quite sure about the bigger goals yet, but what I realize is um, there's so much expenses that I can reduce that there's a limit not to feel poor. <laughs> yeah. um, but what I realized too, while there could be a limit with that, uh, how much you could limit uh, and shave off, but there, is not, there isn't a limit in terms of earning. Uh, and what you could do and grow from there. So I think that's one thing I realize, uh, to think abundance rather than scarcity. Yes. Well, that would be a big one for you, Karen. To oh, absolutely. focus goes, energy flows or something absolutely. like that. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, we put these self-imposed limits on ourselves around how much that we can, how much we think we can earn. So when we can kind of break through those, um, the sky's the limit when that comes up. We're the only ones that, you know, put those beliefs on ourselves about how much we should be charging or how much we should be earning. So that's wonderful that you, through the process, Sophie, that you've been able to um, realise that and now mm. increase that limit or that container for how much you can actually bring into into your accounts, which is mm. wonderful. I, I like that phrase that you said to us in one of the weeks, um, get rich better <laughs> Some sort of that. Was it? Was that that? Was that that? Was that that phrase? Get rich better. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. I, I can't quite call what it is. I just come out with stuff all the time for the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> or do rich. I, or do rich better. Do rich better. I think that might have been. I think that might have even been Tim's. Actually, it sounds like something that. He's <laughs> Don't know about that. He's got some really cool quotes. Um, <laughs> Get some fun well, stuff made things? up. I was going to um, just sort of say is we, when we put it put the the, the resources together, um, the way it's been put together, I guess anyone can t- tap into it at any time. It's in a public forum, and even you both, if you feel like you need a refresher at some stage, you can go back and do that. Mm. But if you were had to sort of say, would you recommend it to mm. others to do, mm. and why? Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest thing that I found with it is that it was in everyday language and easy to understand. Um, Sometimes you read these finance books and and things like that that, uh, to help you achieve money goals and some of the jargon is hard to understand as just a normal everyday person. So the way that this program was structured, I feel like it was anyone can use it Um, and, yeah, it, it was laid out with the correct tools and guidance as well with the work that you guys have done too. No, it was good. Mm. Cool. Mm. I, I will recommend too as well. And I guess because 
the biggest takeaway for me with this challenge is um, being able to talk about it and, and with the right people and the right sort of feelings that goes with it, um, which, which, is, which has been really helpful. Yeah, yeah I guess, thanks, Sophie. Uh, I guess as well, like for, for anyone that's doing something new, um, just having that reassurance, isn't it? Mm. Um, just to ask a couple of questions and, and then you can push on. I think if you don't mind me sharing, Sophie, in one of our mentee sessions, you were saying that this is the first time you've really had someone that you can talk to mm. money with. Mm. Uh, and mm. we, we talked about the value of being able to have these conversations with people in our life. Mm. And um, because without having these conversations, it's really hard to learn uh, and to grow yourself. So to have people around you that you can feel safe to have conversations with money about, I think is really important. Mm. It's almost as if it's such a taboo, the, the, the mindset or the messages yeah. that I've been observing or getting is that uh, you only can talk about money in a way that you could flaunt it. <laughs> But not to ask about how you kind of get to there and what, what works for you. Yeah, there can be a real ick factor. I know, you know, uh, growing up in the 70s and 80s, it's like, oh, well, you don't talk about money. That's really crass. Mm. And unfortunately, <laughs> it's, it's a hard stigma to let go of. But um, mm. how, how do we learn more? How do we gain experience uh, if we're not able to talk about these things? So that's been one of my favourite takeaways from working mm. with the two of you is having these conversations about money and, and learning from both of you and, and between each other, I think, as well. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that because I think we, you know, we might try and put out a lot of content and to help people, but being able to chat with each of you each week has been great for us because <laughs> sometimes you wonder whether, or, you know, the way we're positioning it, yeah, well, is it is it that like that jargon that you're talking about and are, are we connecting so that's been great well i reckon we can wish you all the best for the future you know we're in, we're both here at any stage reach mm. out we'd love to hear how you're going mm. send me a postcard when i'm on holiday <laughs> yay absolutely <laughs> with all my oh, that'll be lovely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that work as well I love it. Um, yeah, I just wanted to thank both of you for yeah. coming along with us on this journey. It was really helpful for us um, to see how the process worked from a practical point of view, but to just get to get to know both of you and, and help you on your journey and really want to thank you for investing the time. So for every week you've shown up, you've done the work, you've put in the homework and done all the exercises and not everyone can do that. So I just want to acknowledge both of you for really stepping up and, and doing the challenge. Yeah, I agree. So well. well done. Thank you likewise too as well. I do appreciate the help. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Pleasure. We'll chat soon. Well, Tim, wasn't that great feedback that we got from our money mentees? I really enjoyed listening to um, the changes and progress that they've made along the way. Yeah, for sure. I think both Shannon and Sophie were different personalities throughout the journey, but I really sensed in both of them that they started to feel more directed as to what they're doing. And, you know, as well, sometimes you might look at people and think, Oh, they're just sort of saying that, but you can really sense, I work and sense anyway, that, that they have really made a shift and, um, yeah, and they'll, they'll be better off for that 
that process they've gone through. Yeah, I think for whilst they were on different journeys and coming from different points of view and what they're wanting to achieve through the process, both of them both agreed that one of the biggest things for them was finding cost savings. So where were they wasting money um, and where could they, you know, tighten up some of the things that they were spending money on? I think that was yeah. one of the big takeaways for, that they both had. Yeah, they both said that they had had wasted or they saw waste. Mm. <laughs> so um, Uber Eats was mentioned in there as well. So um, hopefully we don't think we're going to get it. Look for an Uber sponsorship anyway, are we, Karen? <laughs> no. um, but it does tend to come up as, as a waste because it is genuinely pretty expensive. Yeah, I think that's um, – and I know when I work with clients doing cash flow, some of the big money wasters are uh, takeaways, um, Uber Eats, um, Ubers, uh, groceries. I think they tend to be the ones yeah. where we can really burn a bit of extra money if we're not really conscious and intentional about how much of a limit we're going to place on those spending areas. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think the number one thing, though, that you know, it's not a surprise, I think, with what we both do as a job, what the biggest value is, is coming back every week, checking in every week, checking on the progress. What do I need to do next? It's that regular check-in and focus on a plan that um, helps create the change, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, Tim. There's two things in that, isn't it? There's um, the accountability, knowing that someone's there waiting yeah. for you at that time to have a chat about it. And... Um, investing the time, so actually scheduling it in. Yeah. So I think those are two really cri critical uh, factors uh, for your success. It's like making the time and holding yourself accountable, whether that to be someone else or to yourself. I, I, I totally agree because I, I do think that any of us in any situation could see a minor problem with something and choose to walk away from that. But you're not going to walk away week after week that you're going to get to a point in time where you go, I need to sort it out. And so the the fact that you're forced to, um, well, we didn't force anyone, but, but um, the accountability <laughs> yes, there, <laughs> come back uh, and sit with that problem, really um, help them overcome it. Um, well, Karen, I would just love to say thank you to you for all the time you put in. I, I Look, each week when we've done these this recording, for our listeners, um, Karen has probably been the real structure of the of these episodes. She put in a power of work early. Um, it's allowed us to really have a great structure, and um, I'm really appreciative for that. And it's, it's been great doing it with you each week. Oh, thank you, Tim. I, I I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed working with you and planning this out together I think you're giving me way too much credit it was definitely a, a joint progress <laughs> a, a process and, and putting in the work um, I think it's really powerful to have that combination of a financial advisor and a money coach yeah because uh, we both come at it from different perspectives and just like um, just like the two of us um, are similar in some of our approaches and different in others people are the same. So there's not one size yeah. fits all when it comes to money and, and managing it. So I think having those different perspectives and different techniques and strategies has been really helpful um, for me to learn from you and vice versa. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I couldn't have said that better because there's been 
aspects that we've talked about and I've been, you know, scribbling notes as well because it's like that's just a great way of viewing it, Karen. So, um, yeah, really good. Um, probably with what we just want to remind people is you can obviously go back and listen to any of the episodes. Um, let's maybe we'll just do a quick recap of the, the four prior to today. Uh, and we, we did really chunk them down into those meaningful episodes. Any of them could be good on their own, but really powerful uh, joined together. Yeah, that's right. So if we start off, our first episode in the series was setting your vision your values and your goals. It's having that why for what you're wanting to achieve with your money. So that was number one. Then number two was identify where's your money going or where's it gone. So um, being really clear on your cash flow and your spending. And then also we looked at discovering what your financial traits or habits and, and behaviours are as well as looking at your fears around money. Yes, that was a good one. What was the next one, Tim? Uh, I think what gets measured gets managed. That's it. Absolutely. Um, I really like that one because I think that's where I always say that's where the rubber hits the road or the car skids off the road. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's really about you know, sitting in that measurement and taking action from there. How do we go good, bad or indifferent and straighten the ship and go again? So I think that's where the repeat process comes in. And then obviously today where we've uh, we've really explored all of that and how it all f- fitted together for our mentees. Yeah, that's right. So it's about, you know, we can obviously sit here and design this and, and put it all together and put the tools in place, but to actually hear from a couple of people that have gone through it and getting their feedback on it and how it can actually help other people I think was really valuable as part of the series as well to, to share that with other people that might have been thinking about doing it but haven't actually taken that first step yet. So if you do want to go back, listen to those, all great. If you want to listen, uh, reach out to either Karen and my, or myself, feel free to do that. Karen has been on the podcast many times and we will get her on many times again because we reach out to her every time or a lot of times when we want a specific topic uh, to talk about a specific topic and and try and tap into Karen's great insights. So um, until then, Karen. Thanks, Tim. (laughs) We'll see you again in in coming episodes. Absolutely. And until then, I look forward to listening to your episodes. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Ciao. See you, Tim. The information in this podcast is of a general nature and does not take into account your own financial objectives, circumstances and needs. You should consider your own personal situation and requirements before making any decision. If you have any concerns or questions, please contact me. That's the end of another show. Remember, the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. See you later.